Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. Nest Realty and Realtor Janet Oppenheimer. A senior resource specialist, Janet serves the Asheville, North Carolina area. Visit nestrealty.com and look for your trusted mountain community advisor, Janet Oppenheimer. And by Asheville Farms. Unlock the potential CBD has in your life with Western North Carolina's premier supplier of high-quality hemp and CBD products. Visit our store at 28 North Lexington Avenue in Asheville and by visiting AshevilleHempFarmsNC.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on worldwide podcast platforms. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who recognize the many benefits associated with traveling and encourage cultural and environmental awareness. Well, today we continue with the Speaking of Travel plus Leave No Trace series with Richard Crawford. And Richard, as you know, is the host of the popular TV series, Leave No Trace TV. And together, we like to highlight the importance of conservation, sustainable travel, and ecotourism. And Welcome back, Ricky. It's always great to have you on Speaking of Travel and so much to shine a spotlight on this time. There's a lot going on. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess um, just so our, our listeners can hear, you can probably hear I'm a little congested. <laughs> I have a little bit of a tickly cough and, you know, runny nose, but um, it's not COVID. It's just uh, one of those head colds that's going around. So I apologize if I'm getting the coughs or the sniffles through this through this um, episode, hopefully they'll, they'll just bear with us. But yeah, happy to be back again chatting with you. Um, and yeah, lots to catch up on. Well, you've been out of the country again, too. So we definitely want to talk about that. But most importantly, I want to talk about these platforms that are starting to unfold for Leave No Trace TV. It's very exciting. So what can we do now? I don't think anybody is going to be at a loss for tuning in uh no definitely not I, i'm really excited because as we 
chug along with this big um, wonderful project that we have of Leave No Trace. We're partnering with more and more uh, platforms so that more and more people can see our show and, and enjoy um, season one. Um, so the latest news that we have is that in, I believe, a couple of weeks, we will be on the Tubi platform, which is incredible because there's a lot of people out there um, who are subscribers to Tubi. Um, and uh, in fact, in fact, the World Cup that was playing uh, just recently, finished yesterday, what a game, um, would rerun the games on Tubi. So if you missed it live, you could watch it for free on Tubi. So that's really exciting. They have a huge audience and it's global. And the other thing, um, the other people that we're about to platform with is Whirl, W-U-R-L. And they have 300 million connected smart TVs in over 50 countries. Now, both of these platforms I'm talking about are called, well, in the industry, what are called fast plat uh, platforms, F-A-S-T, fast. And what it is, they are free ad-supported streaming TV platforms. So with the cost of uh, everything going up, including cable TV and, and a lot of these other platforms that you subscribe to with no ads, a lot of people are turning to these ad-supported platforms and saying, you know what, like, I'm okay if, I, if I'm watching this content for free or it's not costing me another subscription, uh, you know, amount every month. And I'm okay with watching a few ads and, and being able to watch quality content because a, a lot of good quality content on there. Well, especially now because Leave No Trace is on there, right? <laughs> but um, but it's so so yeah, it, it's really exciting. It, it's kind of come full circle, I guess, in, in the TV media world. It's like people are willing to watch ads in order to, for things to be a little less expensive. So all of that being said, ultimately, our show can now be viewed all over the world and even more people can get their eyes on it than we've had in the past with Amazon Prime and, and Nat Geo and, you know, Canada and all that stuff. That all still rings true. They're all still playing the show, but more and more people can see it. So it's very, very exciting. That is very exciting. And it's so important too, Ricky, because tell, tell everybody the mission of Leave No Trace TV. Like what we're watching is more than just an entertainment show. It's an educational platform. Tell us about that. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, we we want to educate as many people as we can around the world on sustainability, ecotourism, and social responsibility. That's the, the three pillars. But we, we also want to do it in a style that is not preachy, right? A, a lot of times people get turned off a little bit by, you know, the ecotourism and sustainability and social responsibility because they feel like they're being preached to and, and maybe don't 100% understand um, how they're supposed to live their lives or what things they can do. And we, we can get into that later. So I feel like the style of the show from our point of view is that, look, this is, I am not the most um, eco-sense, I, I wasn't, I'm still not the most eco-sensitive or sustainable or understanding social responsibility person in the world. I'm not. I'm learning every single day. Uh, and I and I want to get that message over and say, it's okay to not be the most sustainable person in the world, but here are some things, especially when you travel, that you can do to help that cause so I, I feel like it's, you know, again, I, I think I used the old adage where we don't want one person to do everything. We want everybody to do just a little bit. So that that's kind of the, the, the just of the show. Well, it's obviously becoming recognized as an 
important show, uh, uh, entertaining show, an educational show for it to be picked up on Tubi and to be picked up on these other flat fast platforms that you were mentioning and you know just by virtue that somebody's out there looking at you and what you've done already in season one and said wow this is pretty cool this is what people need to be hearing uh you know you talk about that social responsibility it's almost like there is hope for the media and these social media platforms that they're looking for good quality programming exactly exactly and you're in good company. It sounds like, uh, you know, these platforms are picking up some other really quality shows. So you're getting in there with the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, less on, well, on Fast, there's a lot of big, sh- like, movies and stuff on there that, that I'm like, wow, that, that's pretty incredible. But my little, the thing that I was really happy about this season was my Nat Geo primetime spot where I have um, Gordon Ramsay on at 6 p.m., Leave No Trace on at 7 p.m. primetime. And then at 8 p.m. it's Bear Grylls. So I'm bookended by two icons in the television world. So it's kind of exciting. Well, someday we'll say we knew you when and you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll become that icon. And so, listen, when we come back from the break, I want to talk to you more about uh, this trip that you just went on. You know, it's the holiday season. There are a lot of people traveling right now. There are a lot of people getting ready to travel. I think it's important to have our... I don't know, what do they say, feet on the ground and be able to tell people what's going on. So when we come back, we'll pick up right there and talk about that. And then we've got some questions from the audience this week, Ricky, that people are, you know, they're tuning in and they want to know some advice and what you were just talking about, too, where it's really just one person at a time making a difference. We're going to we're going to talk to you more about some some tips and solutions. So tell us again well, now, where can people go to watch your show? Like, is there a well, website? What's going on with yeah, that? Currently, currently at this time, you can go to Binge Networks, B-I-N-G-E. Um, that's free. Um, you can get on there just when you get on the platform. It's, it's an app. Just type in Leave No Trace TV and it'll come up and you'll just watch it, whether you're on your phone, your laptop, your desktop, or your television. Because you, you know, smart television, you can put the app right on the TV and watch it the big screen. So, well, that sounds great. And I also want to talk to you when we come back about season one because it seems like it was so long ago, being pre-COVID, that you filmed yeah. all of those. But they're so, it's like talk about full circle. They're important even today. Well, this is Marilyn yeah. Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today with Ricky Crawford from the Leave No Trace. TV series. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Traveling to new places is good for everybody, but sometimes travel can be challenging. The good news is there are products available that can put your traveling concerns at ease. Unlock the potential CBD has in your life with Western North Carolina's premier supplier of high-quality hemp and CBD products. Visit our store at 28 North Lexington Avenue in Asheville and by visiting AshevilleHempFarmsNC.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold. 
Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Ricky Crawford, the host of the popular TV series, Leave No Trace TV, which is now broadcast on so many different networks. You have to get over to one of them and watch it because there was so much going on in season one. And Ricky, I want to talk to you about your trip, but I also want to just kind of remind people of what season one was about. Give us a little bit of a backstory on how you slid into season one and where you were going with that as as it went on. Yeah, I, season one um, came out of another television show. Season one of Leave No Trace actually came out of another television show that we were shooting at the time. It was called Out of the Ordinary. And it was just about incredible experiences, luxury experiences around the world. And it was a little bit of like, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous but we felt that some of the places we visited, we, we learned when we were there that they had this incredible ethos when it came to sustainability and, and um, you know, social responsibility and, and ecotourism that, that, again, wasn't necessarily something that was helping their bottom line. In fact, it was costing these people quite a bit of money to be sensitive, eco-sensitive. And we thought that story really needed to be told. So we kind of changed direction on the whole show and said, you know what, Let, let's still keep it a, a little bit on more aspirational level so that people can understand you don't have to be, you, you don't have to do ecotourism in a mud hut, eating berries barefoot. Right? That, that's always my, my little line, that you can actually um, do it in quite an aspirational way. And there are some really neat luxury and pseudo luxury experiences out there. That are still equal sensitive, and you can and people can be part of that. So that's where Leave No Trace season one came out of. And as we've progressed through the episodes, like I said earlier in this episode, I have learned so much from the day that we shot the first episode and up until today. I learn things every day. Every day's a school day. That's what they say. Exactly. It is. It is. So you just traveled. You know, and traveling is always a school day because we never know what to expect. And I think as, uh, you know, restrictions have fallen by the wayside and people are getting back out there and traveling. You went uh, back to Europe. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I went back to Scotland for a few days to spend some time with family, which was great because it wasn't work. And I, you know, we've talked about how I love this time of year. I, I, I could start Christmas in September if I get away with it. Um, but I, I got to go back and hang out with family. Um, but what it did do, what, what that trip actually, speaking of lessons, actually taught me a couple of things while I was there. Um, I think the first thing that I'll, that I'll say is, you know, I mentioned earlier I have a little bit of a head cold, a little bit of cough. I, I, I don't have COVID. And I realized that we went through this whole thing traveling where you had to wear a mask and now you don't. So you kind of get a little complacent. You're like, well, I don't have to wear it. But, you know, Getting a cold is not fun. So maybe if I'd worn a mask on the flight, even though I wasn't required to, might have not caught the cold, right? So uh, maybe that's something just to think about. Is it is it worth it? I will probably try to, to, to wear a mask on flights, regardless of whether it's required or not from now on, um, just so that I don't get something as simple as a head cold. So that, that kind of taught me a little lesson there. Going, going back to Scotland um, and Europe, in particular, also made me realize that I need to let people know when they're traveling uh, globally now. We, we're in a basically global recession. 
there's a lot of political and, and, and industrial action going on all around the world. So I think it makes sense to do a little extra research before you travel uh, to places. And especially with, with me going to Scotland and Europe, with all the industrial action right now, like everybody's going on strike, the postal service, the rail service, the health service. Um, so typically, in, especially in the UK, they'll put out dates of when they're actually going to be on strike. So a couple of days I was there, I couldn't travel on a train anywhere. Like that form of public transport was not available to the whole nation because they'd gone on strike. Uh, I was very fortunate because my plans actually ended up being on the days that there were no strikes because I, I, I did travel by train up to Edinburgh. Uh, but it made me realize that when I do travel now, especially to Europe, I will look, I will actively look for any industrial action that's taking place, any strikes, you know, any protests. Like the last thing you want to do is go down to some beautiful downtown in an old city you've always wanted to see, and this is a bucket list visit, and you get there and there's a huge protest in the street, and probably for the right reasons, but that's not why you went on vacation. You didn't go on vacation to join a protest. You went on vacation to see that place in its, its full glory. So I, I think you have to just um, log on, look at the place you're going to, get local news, local politics, and just get a sense of what's going on before you go. That is really important news, Ricky, because it's not something we might have thought about uh, prior to COVID and, and the recession and all of these other things. Who would think about strikes and industrial actions? Right, right, yeah, exactly. So I, I think I came back with with that little lesson, um, and, and I, you know, was ready to get on here and tell people communicate the same thing. So, well, there's so much that we can research ahead of time, and now we have so many resources to be able to do that. And I know that one thing that people really want to be able to make sure that they're doing properly when they get into planning their next vacation or getaway is how to really focus on that ecotourism that we were talking about that hey i want to travel someplace but i want to travel someplace with some social responsibility what would you recommend ricky as far as people who you know ecotourism is becoming so popular over these years to be able to Mm kind of focus down on what to look for yeah i look i would obviously it requires research and the one place to do that's the internet for the most part um it's looking for organizations that provide um education that provides support when it comes to ecotourism because a big part of it is education i I don't think well look it's the age-old problem right you you want to these places want you to come visit because, you know, economically it's good for them and they want people to really enjoy these incredible experiences. But at the same time, when you get here, don't leave a trace, like don't do any damage. So it's a very fine line um, that you have to be balanced. It's a very, you know, just, it's a, it's a tightrope that you walk in order to make sure that you're not damaging the place by having the visitors come in. And the places that do it best are the places that educate the, the, the tourists that come in. Uh, and also, again, provide support, provide guides, give rules to follow to make it easier for the tourists to be eco-sensitive because we're not all tourism. Tourists are not all that smart for the most part. And sometimes you just need the guidelines. It's just like, hey, when you're here, don't do this. 
like some some people have to be told and that and that's fine it, it, it's not they don't organically think about the damage that they're doing until they're educated um, just a little bit. So I, I think look for places that, that educate and provide the support to be in ecotourism. It's one thing to say, hey, come here and don't damage the place because that's not the best thing for the environment. That That's one thing to say that. It's another thing you say, look, when you come here, here are some rules and regulations to follow. Here are some guidelines that will help you become, you know, a little more of an eco-tourist. Uh, and in fact, here are some guides to help you on the way. So that's the kind of places that you want. I love that. I think that more and more people are starting to get a little bit more tuned in to what to look for. You know, you go online, there's yeah. so much research out there. There's so many places that you can find information, but knowing the questions to ask and what to what to expect, how to expect that would make mm-hmm. a big difference. Right, exactly. Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about that because some of the questions that have come in this month, Ricky, are kind of tuned into that. People have, uh, I think people are going into this new year wanting to know uh, what they can do to make some change happen. You know, we're all at a Mm -hmm. pretty critical mass right now. We need to be able to focus and, and be more mindful. So tell us again, you've got Instagram, you've got ways that people can be following you. Give us a little how-to on that, Ricky. Yep, yep. You can follow us on Leave No Trace TV, and that's both on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. Well, I've been loving keeping up with all these travels that you're going on and all the places you went to for season two, which we'll talk about when we come back. And this is Marilyn Ball. We're listening to the Leave No Trace and Speaking of Travel uh, series with Ricky Crawford. We've got questions from the listeners, so stay tuned. One of them might be yours. We'll be right back. Whether you're traveling to points near or far or traveling on a life journey, every transition is an opportunity regardless of your stage of life. If you, a family member, or a loved one is looking to downsize, retire, or buy or sell a home, contact your trusted Mountain Community Advisor, Janet Oppenheimer, from Nest Realty in Asheville. As a senior real estate specialist, Janet will help and guide you through any life transition one step at a time. Contact Janet at nestrealty.com today, helping you find that perfect home to fit your next journey. Nest Realty. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with the Speaking of Travel plus Leave No Trace series with Richard Crawford. He is the host of the TV series Leave No Trace TV, and we like to be able to help you learn more about conservation and sustainable travel and ecotourism and Ricky, we were just talking about ecotourism and how people can get more information and really do their research. I have a couple of questions from 
some of our audience about that. One of them has to do with carbon offset. This is another buzzword. It's really coming out there now more and more like, what are you doing for your carbon offset? Almost judgmental. Like, what can we do? What is that? What does it really mean? Yeah, well, anybody who sounds judgmental when they're doing it, just don't engage with them because we all, we're all trying our best. Nobody should be judgmental about this thing. Look, the first thing that you have, so carbon offset, carbon footprint, offsetting it, how do we reduce it? I think the first thing, and we've talked about this before, the first thing you have to do is kind of get an idea of what is your carbon footprint? Like, it's one thing to say, oh, you got to reduce it. Well, reduce it from what? How, how big is my carbon footprint? And that is very easy to calculate. It requires a, a few minutes to plug in some information, but at carbonfootprint.com. So if you go to carbonfootprint.com, it will calculate your carbon footprint for you. Um, from there, uh, and, you know, a lot of this is, is on this site, just some really simple ways um, that you can reduce your carbon footprint in, in small and simple ways. And, you know, you mentioned it before, if everybody just does a little bit. And I think one of the, the main things, which is also good for your health, is that eat healthy. Eat foods that are low on the carbon food chain. So that's fresh fruits, vegetables, grains, anything like that. Not only will you be reducing your carbon footprint, but you'll be eating in a much healthier lifestyle. So that that's something very, very simple. And, you know, you can kill two birds with one stone there, right? Get healthy and reduce your carbon footprint. Um, lots of lots of other ways. I, I, you know, turn down your heater on your your water heater. Like sometimes I'll get in a shower or before I'd get in a shower and the water would be too hot. Well, if it's too hot, then I don't need it that hot, right? So why don't I just turn the thermostat down a little bit on the actual water heater? That'll even if it's a couple of degrees, it'll reduce your carbon footprint a little bit. And another thing that's so simple, and, I, and I've mentioned this before several episodes back, is that how many times you go to your mailbox and there's a ton of junk mail, not email junk mail, but real paper junk mail. Well, you on, on every piece of junk mail that you get, there's the ability to get online and cancel getting any of that. So you're not, all that paper is not being wasted, delivering stuff that you throw directly into the trash anyway. So that's a very small and easy way to reduce your carbon footprint. Um, Try to compost. Not everybody can do it. Uh, It's not always available, but if you can, try to compost a lot of your foods. And in fact, in some major cities, I think New York has compost drop-off sites. So you don't even, you know, if you don't want to keep it in your garden, you can actually throw it in a bag and, and take it somewhere in some of these cities locally, and they'll they'll take it from you. Use public transport, right? Don't drive every day. You just, you know I talked about strikes, but use use a train, uh, a cycle, walk every now and again. Don't always use your car, and all these just little things add up. And I know it's not feasible every day to to live that lifestyle where you can't drive a car to somewhere. But again, just doing it once or twice has reduced your carbon footprint. I remember you telling a story about when you were in the Maldives and the guy was just, you know, very quietly behind you, flipping the switch, keeping the lights off. I mean, that's reducing your carbon footprint, too. And, you know, he wasn't coming at you like yelling or anything. He was just very quietly no. demonstrating this is what you do. Arn Fern was is the ultimate um, negative carbon footprint guy. And again, he does it in a very non-judgmental way just come behind you and 
flip off the switch. So and that's that's just, that's the simplest thing, right? Switch your lights off. I love that. I do that even when I go to other people's homes. (laughs) (laughs) You're running around switching all the lights off. (laughs) You're like, Marilyn, wait, stop. (laughs) You know, at least I'm getting it in their mind. Like, at least pay attention because you've got all these lights on and nobody's even over there. It's not even part of the place. Well, you know, Ricky, there's been a lot of talk lately uh you know people are people are going through some hard times right now they're keeping things in maybe are getting depressed having some hard times and i think that you've talked about this a lot that relationship between nature and and being happy and having that personal connection to the living world is actually a positive thing and somebody was asking about that like can being out in nature really change your attitude and your mental state? You've been around the world. What do you think? Yeah. The, the answer is absolutely 100% yes, and there are studies to prove it. Um, they say, I, I think there was, if you spend three days in the wilderness, not in the wilderness, if you spend three days switched off from your everyday life and somewhere that is beautiful, beautiful wilderness setting, there's actually a chemical change in your brain that that just gives you almost a, a zen-like experience. So there are the answer is yes. Uh, ultimately, the studies I, I I can't go too deep into them because I don't know them that well. But the studies have been done, and there is a chemical change in your brain that just gives you again just gives you that little bit of zen. And when you're out doing your show, so much of where you are is in nature. Right. I mean, you seem to be going to places that are vast vistas and Mm -hmm. people who do outdoor activities. And do you find that in those populations where people are outside more, that there's a different vibe, perhaps, in the way that community interacts? Uh, For sure. And And I'll tell you where I've seen it the most was in Norway. Uh, you know, Norway's not out yet. It, it's season two. But when I was there, uh, it's a very out, the whole country's outdoors, right? That Everybody does everything outdoors, even although it's inclement most of the time. It's so cold and, and wet and snowy. and But they're just, they have a state of mind that is just so happy for the most part. I think it's one of the happiest countries in the world. Uh, I think that's been actually put on paper somewhere. And also, their um, generosity, like they, they, they feel like it's almost like everybody muck in and, and help somebody who's in need or help somebody that's in trouble. Because when it's your turn and you're in trouble and you, you need something, it's going to reciprocate. It's going to come back to you. So Norway is a really good example of that. Well, you seem to have been having a really good time. We can't wait to see season two. And you were you were saying it won't be long before you're actually over in Australia with Ben starting to edit season four season two that sounds very exciting yeah it is exciting i'm heading down there basically for the last three weeks in january so we'll get into a new year and then i'll be off again i'll be down there spending some time with ben and probably we'll do our next show from there i certainly hope so the last time we did it was down under it was quite fun and it'll be summer there will it be summer yeah it will be so yeah it'll be smack bang in the middle of summer 
smack dab in the middle of the summer while we're here in the middle of the winter. That sounds like exactly a sweet deal. Well, listen, when we come back from the break, Ricky, I want to talk about season two. I want to talk about season three. I mean, there's so much going on. The show is growing in popularity. It's growing in so many ways. Let's talk about that and see how how we maybe can help you get to some places what do they call that off the uh, off the beaten path off, off the, the grid beaten, yes let's find yeah, out yeah. all right well this is marilyn ball you're listening to speaking of travel and i'm here with ricky crawford we are talking about leave no trace tv we're talking about ecotourism what you can do to help be a part of the solution so stay tuned we'll be right back Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru, on the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Why not make the most of the beautiful winter season and plan your next vacation or staycation to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains? Create your perfect winter wonderland adventure in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com is a 900-page online guide covering a nearly 100-mile radius around Asheville, North Carolina. There are so many special places and awe-inspiring vistas around nearly every corner. And this is the perfect time to create safe and memorable adventures across western North Carolina. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, oh. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Ricky Crawford. He's the host of the Leave No Trace TV series. Ricky, tell us again about these new platforms that you're on. Give us a, like, Tubi. Is that Tubi.com? Yeah, yeah, TubiTV.com, T-U-B-I. Again, it's a fast platform, which means it's... um it's got ads on there, but you know, it's free, free ad supported streaming uh, television. So um, you can watch, and there's outside of my show, I mean, I would encourage you to go watch my show, but when you're finished watching that, there's lots of great movies and television content on there. So that's, that's the place to go. That, that will be up. Leave No Trace will be on there in about two or three weeks. So it's not on there yet. Uh, Whirl, W-R-L is also the same thing. It'll be a, that'll be probably the first quarter. So going into January next year it'll be on there but currently just go to binge networks b-i-n-g-e um it's an app you can pull it up on your if you have apple roku fire state whatever you have just pull up the app watch it on your tv or watch it on your phone laptop or desktop so there's plenty of places to watch it and is that binge.com 
Binge.com. Yes. Sorry. Binge. Yeah. Binge.com. Perfect. Well, we were talking about you being in Australia the last three weeks in January and and working with Ben and getting everything edited for season two. Give us a little recap, Ricky, on what season two is going to look like as it starts to get edited and out there. Yeah. Yeah. We sort of some extreme climates in in season two. Um, We went to the northern part of Canada, to Newfoundland, um, to a place called Fogo Island. Uh, the week following, the week before, we were in Belize, in the tropical rainforest of Belize. So we, we have a lot of variety um, in, in the episodes that we have. Um, we visited Tasmania. Um, we're, we're down south of Australia, which is the island off the southern coast of Australia. I got to see a Tasmanian devil, so that was, that was fun. Um, and Norway, uh, which I... I now think Norway is my favorite place in the world. Um, it, it really, really struck a chord with me. It was more beautiful than I ever imagined it could be. And yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be when people, people often ask me, what's your favorite place? And I, I struggle a little bit with it because I'm like, well, we've been so many places and there's so many different things it offers. But my answer now seems to be automatic. Oh, Norway. I love Norway. So that's, that's great. And um, oh, Costa Rica. I, just got back from Costa Rica. How, how could I forget? But Glenn would be so mad at me. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, uh, yeah, Costa Rica was amazing. Well, that was definitely on your big uh, top few. Yeah, for had sure. had so much fun. I just got a really nice picture that Ben sent, or not, uh, Glenn sent, of you and Ben yeah. and Glenn and his wife there. Yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, we made a toast for you next Yeah, time. we did. Yay. (laughs) So that's all exciting. You know, with all this traveling that you've been doing, Ricky, we talked a little bit about, you know, doing our research, thinking about what could be happening. But give us a little idea of some of the more valuable life lessons that you that you're getting out of all this travel. You know, people haven't been able to get back out and travel quite as much as you have since COVID. Right. Uh, you really went full steam ahead. Give us a little idea as you put all of that together. What what are some takeaways for you of this this last year? People are people are are getting back out there, and there's a lot of places out there in the world who depended on tourism and tourism dollars and visitors to come and see them, and they are they are ready and welcome with open arms and have done everything they can to make it a pleasant experience. And, and now with the lessons that were learned from COVID, try to make it as safe as possible for, for people to, to come visit them. Um, but ultimately, yeah, people are, are like, hey, come see us and op- with open arms. Like we're, we're ready to receive you again. And, and you know, let, let's, get, let's get back on track. Well, that's very good to know. And we talked a little bit too about being mindful when we travel as we move into the you know, as we move into this new way that we're traveling to be, to have to be more tuned in to what's going on to do our due diligence. But what can we do individually, just to be a better traveler to, to be able to, to make the transitions easier? What would you recommend? Yeah, I mean, in the places that you're picking to visit, a lot of places are, you know, might be your bucket list or something. Again, go to organizations that do a good job of ecotourism. And it's places that would perhaps that, that have, you know, small programs, like when you stay there, maybe 10% of your booking fee goes to a local charity. 
Um, in the case of our African episode in, in Safari and Gamamara, 10% of every booking fee goes to help local schools, um, you know, fund, fund local schools. Um, go to places that include uh, engaging with locals as part of the excursions that they offer. Um, we went to, when we went to Norway, we, you know, we, we were invited to go as an excursion that is offered to all tourists, go to these people's homes who make you like an eight-course meal and all the uh, food that they forage from the local land and stuff like that. We, we did that in Greece also. We went to a little cheese maker, feta cheese, very small croft farmer, and we went in and they invited us into their kitchen and you know, we, we pay for that experience and that helps these businesses um, continue to exist. And any, and the resorts or the resorts like they, they help facilitate that. They say, Hey, you can, today you can go to our pool or today you can go visit this little family that makes cheese and we highly recommend it. Um, and, and it's a great experience. So look, look for places that are going out of their way to do that, that sort of thing. Uh, and of course, Places that hire locally because there's no better way to put money back into the local community than it is to hire locally. You bring people in, they, they, they come in, you educate them, educate them on, on not only their job, but educating, educating them on eco, like, like sustainability. Like, you know, a lot of these poor nations don't have great recycling or, or, or great sustainability because the locals are not educated. They don't know that. They have very little access to the whole world, like whether it's through internet or stuff like that. They don't know that when they throw away something that it can have an impact on the environment. So they get educated. So educate locals, obviously hire them. Um, and that's a really good way to put money back in to local communities. You know, people are always asking, well, what is mindful travel? We don't even know what that means. But you just really summed it up so well. And I would be remiss if I didn't say blessed are the cheesemakers. <laughs> sorry <laughs> yes yes for sure i just have to so well ricky we've got a whole new year ahead of us it's so exciting give us one tip on what we can do as we make this transition into the new year to to help us be better travelers just to to go out there and and make a difference you know i think the easiest thing to do is just don't forget to click that little button when you book your flight for the carbon offset. It's the easiest thing. It, it costs you a few dollars. It, it's not. It's not like a huge percentage of your flight. Just click that little button that says, "Would you like to off? You know, do the carbon offset on the fuel that we use?" Absolutely. Yes. Thank you very much. That cost me two or three dollars. Awesome. That's going to make a big difference. Just think of all the people who are listening, who are getting this tip, who are starting to go out and travel again in 2023. Each time they take that little finger and make that little click is going to help save our planet so it is one person at a time right exactly and when you think about the millions of people that fly every day how that how that one little click if everybody did it would make a difference well ricky thank you so much we'll look forward to talking to you in the new year i i know you're going to have a happy holiday you started back in uh, i think it was before halloween no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. Uh, I, I fully accept responsibility for that. I know. And you're going to have so much fun. And I want people to go on your Instagram and, and Facebook. So tell us again how people can get in touch with you and follow you and look at your beautiful pictures. 
Yep, yep. It's Leave No Trace TV um, on both Instagram and Facebook. All right. Well, Ricky, it's been great. I'll look forward to talking to you next month. Hopefully we'll uh, be talking from you in Australia and me right here in Asheville, North Carolina. Yep. I just wanted to say to you, Marilyn, have a very happy holiday. I hope um, everything is wonderful and festive and you get to eat and, and, and see family and all that stuff. And of course, I wish the very same for everybody who's listening to the show. So happy holidays and good luck in 2023. Well, thank you and good luck to you. Happy New Year, Ricky. And here's to ching chinking many more times. Cheers. Cheers. Well, you know, one of the best ways uh, Ricky and I were talking about as far as connecting with nature, I just wanted to kind of give you a little tip on that. Take a walk. You know, we were talking about how healthy it is to be outside. Yeah, it's cold, but put your coat on. Go take a walk. You know, when it's spring, you can be like Ferdinand the Bull and just stop and smell the roses. You can always go out and listen to the birds or go sit by a river. You know, if you really want to reduce stress and increase your happiness, just go outside in nature. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 